I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, money wise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcast. Splish, splash, I was taking a bath. Long about a Saturday well, night. Well, I think that Nick Sirianni's going to take a bath. On Sunday night, when they dumped that Gatorade on him. <laughs> Show to camera and John Ritchie. I'm not the only bather, although his won't be by choice. They're just going to get him. Show to camera and John Ritchie. This is, of course, as we do every Friday prior to an Eagles game, an opportunity to slink inside the bathtub time machine. In this case, an obvious choice of what we're focusing on, the Eagles in the championship game. This is the seventh time, the seventh that the Eagles will play for it all. Win, and you win it all. Lose, and you lose the title game. Let's go inside the bathtub time machine. Eagles 4-2 and two in these games through the years, and yes, that includes pre-Super Bowl era. We start with the bad, and the two bad are really bad. We get it. 1981, the 80s season, January 25th, 1981, in the New Orleans Superdome. A 12-4 and four Eagles season ends with a thud. After taking out Dallas in the conference title game, a dud of a game. The Raiders picking apart the Birds. Eagles just never really in it. Down 24-3 at the end of the third. A 27-10 final. A real stinker by the Birds all those years ago. How about February 6, 2005? The 0-4 Eagles. A, and this is a John Ritchie team. He was out with the injury, but a great, great team. All these teams are great. 13-3 regular season. Could have been 15-1. and Obviously, Andy said, let's not really try in the final two games. T.O., they win twice without him in the postseason. He comes back for the Super Bowl, and he's great. He's great. But a very tight game, 0-0 at the end of the first, 7-7 at the end of the second, 14-14 at the end of the third. A very tight game shows the Patriots outclassed the Eagles in the fourth quarter, and two main things will always stand out, the turnovers and the slow-moving drive when the Eagles were down 10 and needed to get on their horse. And they didn't for whatever reason. And I think Donovan was the primary reason. Both of those losses, neither of which will be duplicated in this game coming up on Sunday. Hey, the bad was really bad. The good, the great, really great. Now we're going back into the way back machine here because I I choose to honor all Eagles championships, not just those from the Super Bowl era. And the first was in 1948 on December 19th at Chai Park here in Philly. A 9-2-1 Eagles team. John, with the great Steve Van Buren at running back. And that day, 98 yards and the only touchdown. Fourth quarter touchdown. Eagles win 7-0 in the snow. But what's the most amazing thing about that game? They won a championship with a quarterback. Tommy Thompson, two complete passes. Jeez. You know what might have been part of the problem? You know what might have been part of the problem? Legally blind in one eye. Yeah. Eagles won a championship with a legally blind and one-eye quarterback, and he completed two passes that day. Bit of a different game back then. <laughs> and then the next year, he does it again, and Van Buren does it again. 49 in the L.A. Coliseum. Eagles, by the way, winning this game in 11-1 season that year, and best uh, record they've ever had for winning percentage-wise. Steve Van Buren, 196 yards. One of the great running backs ever. Eagles win 14-0, and yes, that's back-to-back shutouts by the Eagles in the championship game, 48-49. Great job by the defense. Let's move it all the way up to 1960. Because the Eagles in this game was referenced by a caller earlier today. December 26, 1960, Franklin Field. A 10-2 season. 
a tight game against a great Lombardi team on the come, on the rise. Now, they're about to win all those titles, the Packers are, but not that day. Ben Nerick, Van Brocklin, McDonald, and the Eagles with a fourth-quarter touchdown by Ted Dean, a five-yard run, and then it's Bart Starr with the ball. He's trying to come down the field. And with seconds left, Chuck Bednarik tackles the great Jim Taylor, sits on him for a couple extra seconds, the clock ticks, tick, 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 and the Eagles that day win the championship 17-13 at Franklin Field. And then there's February 4, 2018. I could tell you all about it, but how about we let Marilyn Mike tell you all about it? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Welcome to Super Bowl 52. We are Foles fakes. He's back. He steps up. He is going deep. And it is caught by Alshon Jeffrey for a touchdown. Oh, what a great catch by Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, I'm magnificent. He comes right back to Blunt. Blunt across the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. The train is in the end zone. Unbelievable blocking. Great play call. He knew he was going to be aggressive. He told us that he was going to stay aggressive. He loves this. Moves to the right. It goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it. And the pass goes into the end zone. To Nick Foles. And it's a touchdown by Nick Foles. Reverso Key Foles receive a touchdown. Oh, que jugada. This play call has a chance to be remembered as one of the all-time greats. That was something we've been working on on and Doug and I were talking. I was like, let's just run it. And Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator for New England, he's over there scratching his beard. He is going deep and is it a touchdown? It is. It is touchdown! A 22-yard touchdown to Clement. This is crazy. I've been dreaming about this moment. Now I can see what it feels like. Looks, fires out in the flat, running with the football, and coming up close to another first down is Aguilar. And he picks it up. Aguilar tonight has stepped up bigger than ever. Back goes Foles. Fires. Slant. Touchdown. Zach Ertz. He caught it. He bobbled it. He never let it drop. And he finished with the football. If they would have overturned that, I don't know what would have happened to the city of Philadelphia. So glad they didn't overturn it. Boy, if the Eagles could come up with their one turnover of the game right here, that would be ceiling. Brady back again. He stepped up. He's hit. And falls forward. And he fumbled the football and the Eagles have it. It is recovered by Barnett. Brandon Graham rips the football out of the hands of Tom Brady. With 209 remaining to be played. And boy, oh boy. Brandon Graham, Ricky Brandon Graham. He said we needed a play. If we got one more opportunity, we're going to give everything we got. And I just so happened to get there. Here is a 46-yarder to give the Eagles an eight-point lead. And the kick is... Goal! The biggest kick in Jake Elliott's life right there. Nine seconds left. Eagles by eight. Brady, he steps up. He's hit. He stumbles. He is throwing it deep for the end zone. And it is batted around. And incomplete. And the game is over. Super Bowl champions, Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. If there's a word called everything, that's what it means to Eagles fans everywhere. Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, the GOAT, a legend. 
X's name is Stone. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. That's been this team all year. And they're bringing back the Lombardi Trophy to Philadelphia. Broad Street, get ready. We are having a parade. We know how special it can be. We have experienced it. Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to experience it again. The Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. And that is our trip inside a bathtub time machine, getting ready for the Eagles and the Chiefs. Let's go to the phones. Are you crying? Uh, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's in there. Uh, it's, dude, it's in there. It's I'm in sorry, there. especially for me. Like, I there. just talked about putting Zoe in a Brandon Graham jersey this morning to go to school, and I hear oh. Brandon talking about the play. I almost cried there. I came, like, this close to crying there. It's in there. It hasn't fallen out. I don't know if that it's it's like Donovan like did, did he did he throw up? <laughs> it's like a dry heave cry. It hasn't actually come out, but it wants to come out. That's that's <laughs> all right. Let's go to Justin. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. What's up, Justin? Justin. Save some of that man, voice. I, save some of that voice for Sunday night, man. <laughs> dude, I got, I got plenty of it. Don't worry. But uh, my my head might not be so great after running through a brick wall after that montage. Let me tell you, <laughs> holy man! If if I wasn't fired up before then, first yeah. of all, I was. But if I wasn't fired up before then, hearing that montage, it will it will always give me goosebumps. So so, yeah. so uh, just, so Justin, camera, can, can if I, you are crying, it's okay. No, I appreciate that. And let me say this for everyone listening right now: if you liked that. I would encourage you to listen to the final three minutes of our show today. Okay? I'm just going to say that. If you like that, I want you to listen to the final three minutes of today's show, okay? I'll, I'll, be, I'll be with you all day. Don't worry. Thank you. Um, so I was, I was going to talk about a game point, but I feel like the, the game point is kind of moot after hearing about all that. But I just, <laughs> man, I really think no, that. Tell, but... tell us, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Well, I think so. I mean, I know we, we talk about Dan and we talk about the the corners all the time, but I really think if these corners can get up and press these receivers, be ready for the backs coming out of the backfield, our DNs are going to have a chance to eat. And I think that is the best way to get pressure on Mahomes. Um, don't let the receivers get open um, and just get get in there and pressure them. I mean, those those tackles are vulnerable. So I think if our our corners and our secondary, which I know they can, um, it cannot let any of those receivers get open. Our, our DNs are going to eat all night. Yeah, I think they're going to have yes. a really good game, man. Really good game. Justin, get, great phone call. Give me who should give the pep talk, Super Bowl 52, uh, Super Bowl 57. Dude, I, I've, I've, been going, I've been going back and forth, so I'm going to go with my gut right now, and I, I will censor myself for you. <laughs> um, but I think, I think the, the ability to either calm people down and – just excite the heck out of people um, and really get him pumped up is really important for this guy. I mean, he told the entire world that we're champions. World acting champions! Got to go with Chase Utley, <laughs> All right, baby. Chase Utley, you got it. I don't think Chase works in the football world in a pregame. I, I love Chase, but Seltzer? A little too quiet. A little too almost, quiet. Yeah. A little too quiet. A little too quiet for the this, this Super Bowl pregame speech. Let's talk to Chris in Middletown. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. Dave. Christopher. Mr. Muppet Weasel! Chrissy, get ready to get those uh, tears of joy uh, going on Sunday night. Guys, I have a letter here that I'm going to read to you. This is from one Mr. Emmett Smith, and he wants me to read this to the entire <laughs> Delaware Valley. Okay. And it reads like this. All right. E-A-G-L-E-S! 
Alright, he hangs up. Drop the mic. Goes out with a bang. Well done. That's good stuff. John, people are um, really confident. (laughs) (laughs) So we haven't had we haven't had uh, concern voiced all week. The last two weeks, it's just been once they played the Giants game, and you could tell Hertz was good enough, and the team was back on track. It's just sky's the limit. So weird. It's the weirdest feeling. It is. Like, we're so not used to this. There was a lot more doubt for the the 49ers game than there has been for for this one. More. More. I wouldn't say a lot more. I think it was like, there was, to Joe's point yesterday, the most doubt people had was going to that Giants game, which is insanity because they're not close to either of the teams. No, they're not. They're not nearly as good as those two teams. By the way, speaking of not as good as, or at least not as valuable as, and all the different ways you want to. Oh, yeah. So, John, uh, Hertz, as we knew, lost MVP. Nick, as we know, wasn't even nominated or, or, or finalist. Turns out he finished fifth. Fifth for Coach of the Year, man. It's outrageous. Fifth for Coach of the Year. I'm I mean, he se- just beat the guys who were ahead of him. Back to back. He beat two of the guys in the playoffs easily who were ahead of him. So, John, just to be clear, let's let's get on the on the record here on, on Hertz and Mahomes. For a while, I thought Hertz should be the MVP. Near the end, I said, well, based on the standard I've talked about for years, which is give it to the best player. I mean – you know, I do think Hertz has more around him, so I am okay with Mahomes winning the MVP. I know a lot of people around here are not. What's your just wrap it up, John? Put a bow on it. Hertz lost MVP. Mahomes won it. Your thoughts? Well, I I think it's wrong. I think it's unfair that uh, people count the incredible roster against Jalen. I mean, that's that's obviously a big part of this. Yep. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Everyone says, hey, you know, he's throwing to Marquez Valdez Scantling and and. Justin Watson and Juju's hurt and you got Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Yep. You know what? He wasn't at well, okay, this is Patrick Mahomes is incredible. There's no question about it. I understand that he was healthy enough to play more than Jalen did. That's another huge factor. Uh, enormous. In this. I think uh had Jalen not been injured, he would have gotten a lot more than one first place vote. In that voting, one I know. first place vote for Jalen Hurts. I think that's a real slap in the face. Uh, it it should have been closer than what it was, but the future's bright. I expect that part of this Super Bowl experience is the rest of the country is getting better acquainted with our quarterback, so that the next time around, he will be the guy that's got experience under his belt. He'll be the guy who you know, is is uh, more believed in, like, household name type thing. Patrick Mahomes is a household name because he's been in this game yeah, repeatedly. Right. And, and the media scrutiny that goes along with the Super Bowl, you learn a lot more about the players. Patrick Mahomes, that's, that's a huge advantage for him. But I, I don't think it should have been as decisive I agree a win yeah. as it was for Mahomes. I'm okay with him getting it because I understand, you know, you missed games, Jalen. But you would have but to be clear, you would have voted for Hertz. I would have. So you don't call this a travesty. You just think the voters got it wrong, but it's not a travesty. It's it's not a travesty. They got it wrong. I don't think they'll get it wrong in future years, in part because he's about to do amazing things in this game. Let's talk to Tom right now. Good morning, Tom. Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, morning. Bu- hey, buddy. How you doing today, guys? Good. Awesome. Exciting? 
Very. <laughs> I can tell everybody's excited by listening this morning. That's for sure. Exactly. But, um, you know, how can you not be excited with everything that they've showed, especially recently, um, with what they've demonstrated on the field? Uh, how can you not be excited about this? It's going to be a – I don't know if it's going to be a, a thrashing, but I would love to see them put them away fairly easily. You know, not I, I believe two. they will, Tom. I think it's it's easily conceivable that that we can hurt this team with, with the matchups. NFL is all about matchups. This this Chiefs defense is not great at stopping run games. Period. And the reason they've been able to stop run games is because teams don't run it on them. Because teams are trailing. What happens when we don't trail them and we can right. run the ball down their throat? They they won't have answers. That's what I was going to say was my thinking was the big advantages are their defense. Just they, I, I heard a thing where a commercial that came on, I think, what uh, I don't know who it was, but said something about they, their defense ended up finishing like in the middle of the pack this year. Oh, yeah, they're very so, a, they're very average, Tom. They got, depending how you look at it, they, they can be the bottom of the pack when it's yeah. just stopping rushing attacks. So think about that. The thing we do best is run the football, and that's their weakness defensively yeah. the thing that they do best on on offense is throw the football that's the thing we do best you know, defensively you're right john think about the matchups yeah. it's strength versus strength when they're on offense it's strength versus weakness when they're on defense no, i like that tom give me a big i like that john give me a big answer pep talk who should give it before the game one more thing you could you were playing the bathtub time machine because i was i couldn't sleep last night i was having some personal issues with uh, my stomach. So I was up most of the night watching great old highlights from Eagles games from when yep. they blew teams out. There's nothing more fun than watching that 44 to six game in 2008. Oh, it's one, of the, one of the greats. One of the greats. <laughs> they had five straight possessions where the Cowboys turned the ball over and Dawkins, you're talking about Dawkins. He had a monster game that yep. day. It was just unbelievable all over the Well, field. you know, what's sad about the one night. thing sad about that. That was Doc's last game ever at the link yeah. as an Eagle. Yeah, I know. You know, because then they went on the road, and that was it. Tom, give me an answer. Who who should give the talk, Tom? Well, I was going to say in honor of – I mean, this is a haymaker. I hate to use it because I can't really win the prize. But in honor of there being the first time having two people of color being quarterbacks for the the Super Bowl – MLK. MLK, you got it. wonder how much of a, of a football fan. can't win the prize, so I did a service taking it, uh, uh, you know, just taking it off the board, he said. It's hard to vote against MLK. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he's a football fan. That's true, too. I don't know if he's a football yeah. fan. I mean, maybe he was. So you're saying he'd regardless, just be out he said he can't. John, I won vote for him. You know, oh, no, 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 no. You don't think MLK could give a great pregame Hold on. speech? Here's the deal. This ain't turn the other cheek. This is smash the other guy's mouth. I got you. Okay. So I'm t- I, no, I would yeah. not vote for Martin Luther King for a pregame speech before a football game. This isn't peace and kindness. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> this you. is I'm going to crush your no, face. It's not. A, it's not. A, I mean, it's not a bad. Just, thing. It is what it is. Hey, Twitter poll question of the day: uh, Who will win the Super Bowl? I mean, we know it's going to be overwhelming Eagles here, but let's find out how overwhelming. <laughs> who will win the Super Bowl? A the Eagles, B the Chiefs. Is this can... our first 100 percent poll? No, because there's always know, a knucklehead. There's, yeah. there's gonna, well, really? They're, well, Twitter is they're, they're going to be Chiefs fans. Someone, that's some true. Chiefs fan yeah. will like retweet it or right. something, and that's then true. Vote. that's what's going to happen. It'll yeah. be you know it'll be in the 90s, but it won't be 100. Yep, I agree with you. Let's talk to David in Plymouth meeting. Hi, David. Hey, Joe. How are you? Good, pal. Good. Good to talk to you, John James. The first thing I want to say to all of you is, is I haven't said it yet. Congratulations on the morning show. Thanks, uh, David. It's, Thank it's, you. It's so wonderful and. And thank you for doing the midday show and being my show. Uh, you guys, you guys have been fantastic. Really appreciate it. Thank you, David. Thanks, man. Very kind of you. 
I think the key to this game, like we've all been saying, is the the O line D line matchup. I mean, they, I get that they're second in sacks, but we're first by 15. Yeah. Granted, about 30 of those were against Carson Wentz, huh. but they, they've never gone <laughs> against up against. An o- uh-huh. They've never gone against an O line like us. They are just not going to be getting to Jalen the way that we're going to be getting. The Mahomes. Well, I it think feels like really feels like their D line is sort of lopsided. You know, we all know Chris Jones is incredible. Uh, you know, Frank Clark is he that incredible? Like George Karloftis, is he really someone that you have to plan to stop? It feels like they they got one guy that we really have to focus on, and that that does make me feel pretty good. I think we. I think what you're going to see in this game is is our offense isolating Chris Jones and doing what we did against Micah Parsons, where you're you're optioning off of the D tackle instead of the end man on the line of scrimmage. So Chris Jones can never be right. They're going to make it really hard on him because that D line is so lopsided, talent wise. I I agree. I agree. And uh, I have a couple predictions. Uh, I think I think Chauncey Gardner Johnson's going to get a, a a pick six. Jeez, I, I'm, I'm hoping you heard earlier that we've never had an interception. I know. In this I know. Game. That's pretty amazing. It, it's time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's I, got I think a nose for the Reddick, ball. Uh, Reddick's absolutely going to have a, a major strip sack, and yeah. uh, and Jalen's going to have a rushing touchdown. And I think that what's really going to make this game over the top. I think this is going to be Jalen's game. I think this is just going to be his biggest game ever. I think he's right when he says season ain't over yet. Yeah. This is going to be it. And I, uh, I'm i really excited. David, great phone call. Give me who should give the pep talk before the game. You know, I, I was going to say JFK. That got taken. Then I was going to say Winston Churchill. That got taken. <laughs> but, but you guys gave him the answer. Emmett Smith. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. It's funny. No, I got to say no to that. I, it, yeah, you can't be having a cowboy give no, a speech, but that is pretty funny. There's a point where we've gone too far. Joe camera and uh, John Ritchie at noon today, of course, uh, beat the hammer. Coming up next segment, we go inside the game. John with something X's and O's related to this matchup. All the calls as well. Joe camera and John Ritchie on WIP. The birds are in the big game. The birds in Kansas City and our former head coach, Get in on all the action for the big game in Arizona with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the only sportsbook I recommend. Bet live during the big game, and new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app right now. Don't miss out. This is the time. You got the birds in KC. Get in on all the action for the big game with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. We're one and a half point favorites. We're going to win. We're minus 122 on the money line, but same game parlays let you combine your bets for better odds and the potential for a bigger payout. So you bet the birds minus one and a half parlayed with the under of 50 and a half points parlayed with your tight end to score a touchdown. You get odds of plus 1050. So a $50 wager on this same game parlay pays 525 bucks. And remember, new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Bet live during the big game on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Well, but he could play a guitar. 
Yeah, that was so. If you don't remember the circumstances there, and Jody Cameron, John Ritchie, as we get ready for the Super Bowl, that was, I thought, a pretty big moment in the Eagles season. And here's why. That was the Hurts touchdown run against Minnesota in which he kind of backed his way in at the end. He was fighting and fighting and backed his way in. And I remember, you know, in the Lions game to start the season, it was like, all right, Jalen Jalen looks good. He's, he looks good. But it's the Lions and, you know, who knows. The Vikings game was, all right, two for two and even a higher level. And I remember with that run, that touchdown run, it's like, okay, there is, there's, there's more in there certainly than I thought. And, of course, from there, he just he just took off with the season. A dominant, dominant season by Jalen Hurts. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. This segment, we go inside the game. John will take us inside the X's and O's of the matchup between the Eagles and the Chiefs. Let's go to Wolfman right now. Good morning, Wolfman. Good morning from Scottsdale, Arizona, guys. Oh, nice. Very nice. It is a party out here. You can't get anywhere um, with the golf tournament and – um, there's there's a football game, I think, on Sunday. I think so. I'll tell you a little funny story. I'm in the airport yesterday, standing next to two pretty big guys. And I got 49er jerseys on. Yeah, so, they, they, you know, yeah. I looked at them. And right. They're waiting for their wives to come out of the restroom. And I said, uh, hey, guys, did you catch the final score of the game yet? <laughs> So they they start laughing. They said, "Well, look, you know." We Tell, so I, I sure. want this. I want this to end with this being Bosa on his way out to get his award last night. Tell me, this is Joey. No, hold on, Joey so or Nick said, or whoever know, the heck it is. We, we, you know, we were so sure we we're going to win the game. We bought our tickets. We bought the airfare. We we're ready to rock and roll. And then we lose, and we say, "Well, it's going to be a big party. Let's go." There you go. All right. God. I hate to tell you, it's like you're going to a wedding without the bride. You get left at the altar, dude. So uh, you're not kidding. So let me ask you this: What is the breakdown out there? Obviously, you see a lot of jerseys. Uh, Eagles versus Chiefs. What's the percentage breakdown of fans? I'd say it's seven to three. Nice. Yeah, it's hmm. uh, it, last night uh, in a restaurant. Um, there are a bunch of uh, actually some PGA uh, uh, tour professionals were there. Um, one in particular had a had a uh, eagle uh, jersey on. Um, couldn't catch who it was, but I-, I would say in the restaurant with all the suits, there were a fair number of eagle jerseys. I did not see one um, Kansas City jersey. Good. So no red, no red, no red sea out here. It's the green monster. Love it. All right, Wolfman, enjoy the game. Give me who should give the pep talk right before kickoff. Who should give the pep talk to the guys in the locker room to pump up the squad? Uh, okay, before I do that, I'm going to give you my pick of the game. Okay. Eagles over 12 and a half first half. And who should give the pep talk? Uh, I'm not sure if this has been given, but for sure, Coach Herb Brooks, USA Hockey. It has been said. Do you have a different answer? Uh, how about Charlie Manuel? Charlie Manuel. You got it. Wolfman, enjoy the game. <laughs> Thanks, buddy, Charlie. This is for Philadelphia. <laughs> exactly. Charlie Charlie gives the speech. Like it. Let's go to Jim right now in Downingtown. Hi, Jim. Uh, Jim, clearly Jim. clearly not ready to go. To Mike in Douglasville. Hello, Michael. How's it going, guys? Great, Mike. Two days. Two more freaking days. I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah. I'm one of the – my wife has been yelling at me for the past couple of days because I, I've been so confident in it. Like I have to like purposely find myself like ways to be concerned about this game. Um, I, I'm one of those guys who has been roasting this coaching staff and, and I've turned around a lot. Um, 
I, I think Gannon's still got to prove to me one more time, you know, against a quality quarterback, you know, not Daniel Jones or, you know, Christian McCaffrey playing quarterback. But I, I, I'm so excited. I, I, I can't wait. <laughs> Well, yeah, it almost sounded like you were quoting uh, the uh, I'm so excited, I just can't. St- What's that song? With uh, Jesse Spano. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Exactly. If That's I, a Saved if by I the Bell any reference. confidence in my voice, I would totally sing it. If I have no confidence in my voice. <laughs> um, all right, Mike, let me ask you a question. What concerns you the most, though? Just, uh, just what, what is your greatest concern? Well, I mean, you look over the past two games, and, yeah, the defense has stiffened up a lot, and – you know, this one thing we've been calling for. But when you look back to some of these games, I mean, Dak Prescott going 24 for 24. Um, that worries me. I mean, uh, Mahomes is so much better than Dak Prescott. I mean, they, I think yeah. that's pretty clear. No question. Um, so when you sit there and look at this, I mean, yeah, our uh, DB should be able to cover these wide receivers pretty easily. Not easily, but pretty well. Um then you got Travis Kelsey, who I, I think I was watching NFL Network. They're showing some of these plays that they do, and I don't know what is up with Derek Carr or, or David Carr. He's like such a homer for Patrick Mahomes, even though he, you know, his brother plays against him. Well, did um, he's sitting there and he's just highlighting play after play after play of unscripted plays, and he's sitting yeah, there saying, yeah. you know, Travis Kelsey has so much freedom in this offense there's plays that he literally gets to the line and decides what he's doing at the line you know every other wide receiver or running back has a set route except for him he just goes where the empty area goes and he Mahomes have such a yep um rapport that they're they're just on top of it it's a credit to Mahomes Kelsey and Andy Reid that they have conceived that possibility and execute it I mean but Mahomes needs the time to I agree, stand John. there and see him downfield, and that's where I think we're different yeah. than these other teams that they've faced and been able to take advantage of. All right, Mike, who should give the pep talk before the game? Well, since, like, my top five answers have been taken, I'm just going to go with a goofy one, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Well, that is goofy. <laughs> I'll tell you, I got prop bets in front of me here, John, and some of them are very goofy. Um Length of national anthem two two minutes and five seconds over under. Where are we going here? Who's singing the national anthem, James? Uh, it's a good question. I'm not sure. I know Rihanna's halftime show. I'll take yeah. a look. So it was Pink in 2017, and it was Alicia Keys in 2004. I think McCartney did the halftime show. John, your year. Chris 04. Stapleton will be doing it. Who is that? He's a uh, like a country rock guy. He's actually really good. I'm not a country guy, but Chris Stapleton's good. Better He's not talented. be. A, better not be a Cowboys fan. Oh, I don't know. Let's I mean, there's a lot of those from. guys no, are from the South. Point. A lot Let's of those guys, out. John. Let's take a look and see where he's from. A lot of them are from the South. Hold on, hold That's on. not where good. Is he from? Where is he from? There's important stuff. It here. is. Hold on. Let me just look Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. While you do that, John, who will be shown first during the national anthem, Andy or Nick? Kentucky. Kentucky, huh? He could be a Chiefs fan. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a ain't no far from fan. Ain't far from Missouri. Just saying. Kentucky, Missouri, you know. Andy uh, Reid will be shown first. I think it's Nick. I think they really? know they'll yeah they know they'll show Andy more during the broadcast so they say let's give Nick this one that's oh my, I definitely think it'll be Andy do you get the Andy Bowl like they're they're billing it as that I'd we'll be, I'd be flo- what are the odds yeah. on that uh, even no way yeah even on that I one bet on Andy. I feel like it's Andy all right here here's another one um, what will be said or shown first during the broadcast now let me ask the question James does broadcast mean 
from the moment the kickoff begins or the official like pregame right before the game or the long pregame? I'm pretty sure it's when they go to to Burkhart and Olsen. Like whenever those guys yep. start their broadcast is when the broadcast officially starts, I believe. Which could be like six o'clock. Yeah, maybe a little later than that. My guess is maybe. more like six twenty or something. Okay, I could be. So what will be said or shown first? Will it be the Philly special? Will it be the Rocky statue or a cheese cheesesteak? I mean, I love how they come up with these things. What in the world? I think it's the Philly special. I think it is the Rocky statue. Yeah, I'm leaning Rocky statue. I'm leaning Rocky statue. But I do think you'll see cheesesteaks on a couple occasions. Which Eagles fan will be shown first? Bradley Cooper, Kevin Hart, Rob McElhenney, Pink. Well, Cooper's probably going to be in the yeah, box with Lurie, uh, so Cooper, I would guess Cooper. And he's the one in the leader in the clubhouse, minus 200. Yeah, the, the others, that's the right one. Others trail after that. We'll get to more of these uh, as we move. Oh, here's one more, and then we'll, we'll get to more as we move through the show. How many times will Jason and Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna Kelsey, be shown during the broadcast? The over-under is three and a half. Ooh. It's a lot. I think it's under. Yeah, I think like two or three is what I was thinking. Three and a half feels like a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think it's a lot. Feels like a lot, a lot. Yep. Like now it is dependent. Like Three if, if right. Travis is like having a monster game yeah, or if Jason, like they're going to show her in those situations. So it could go higher, but I would pick under. All right. I'm just going to say one more because it's on this piece of paper in front of me. So I'll say it. Will Rihanna expose her butt cheek on stage? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they actually, like guys, this is. Did they use that terminology? Yes. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not going to read. I'm not going to read what's too below this. Good. It's about her exposing something else. And I'm a. Janet Jackson style. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. I can't, I can't say such words on the show, even if they legally can be said. I, I, I got to keep it proper. What are the odds on that? Uh, the, the butt cheek. <laughs> uh, uh, yes is minus 160. They think she's going to show her butt cheek. Uh-huh. Wow. And no, and no is plus 120. <laughs> wow. So get ready for some butt cheek, apparently. <laughs> some sweet butt cheek. We go um, uh, coming up uh, coming up in one minute. In one minute, we go inside the game with John. X's and O's one minute from now. Hey, guys, this Valentine's Day. Give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas. What a wild transition that is from what we were just talking about. <laughs> Available exclusively at pajamas. So much so that you'll both love the feel of nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all. And of course, you can order today and save 25% sign up using promo code nude. That's promo code nude, N U D E, 25% off and free gift packaging. Now, this sold out prior to Christmas. So I, I guess it could happen again here, Valentine's Day, four days away. Don't let that happen to you. If you still need a gift for your loved one, now's the time. Valentine's Day is coming up. Naturally nude pajamas. Pajamagram.com. Pajamagram.com. All right, let's go inside the game, as John does. Uh, right around this time, every single Friday prior to a matchup. So we haven't had one of these in two weeks. Inside the game brought to us by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at Wicket Wolf Sports Pub tonight for a Super Bowl happy hour with Hugh Douglas. And register to win a signed Jalen Hurts helmet and Eagle swag. We go inside the game. John X's and O's, what are we looking at? Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain against the Jags on January 21st. It is absolutely – I've heard some people say, hey, maybe it's not a high ankle sprain, and that's why he was able to go out there against the Bengals and actually perform. It is absolutely a high ankle sprain because the mechanism of injury, when you see it, he had his foot – his foot was turned out, externally rotated. He got fallen on. 
from behind, and those are the requirements for a high ankle. It's been 20 days at this point, and that is not long enough to heal this injury, so he'll be right in the Super Bowl. I had high ankle sprains two seasons in a row on the same leg back wow. on back in 2000 and 2001. The first time I did it, I fought back with everything I had, did everything the trainers asked, uh, down to you know sleeping and eating the right foods and doing all the treatment. It still took me over a month to get back out there on the field. Remember, he's at 20 days right now. It took me over a month to get on the field, and when I was on the field, I could not move. It was like I was wearing a cast on that ankle with uh, tape underneath the sock, with moleskin, like extra extra hard taping, spat over the cleats, and I was able to get out there, but I wasn't able to function normally. I couldn't push off Do you think because you're... my ankle felt like it was fused with everything that sure. we did to make it stable. It's no longer stable. Let me ask you a question, Judd, before yeah. you keep going. Based on yours that year and his based on seeing it happen on TV, mm-hmm. do you sense that yours was worse than his, the same, or not as bad? Well, you know, it's been speculated that his looks like a grade two. Mm-hmm. I think mine was probably a grade two. Okay. Now, there, there's, there's variation within that. Sure. But I think it's probably pretty close. Uh Everything feels unstable because the ligament that's holding those two bones of your lower leg in place is torn. So your lower, it's like a, it feels sloppy where it doesn't even feel like it's your leg. And so I watched the tape of that Bengals game and Patrick Mahomes looks like he's functional, but he's still struggling. Uh, the, the very first play of the game after he had to sit for a while, you know, because there's breaks, you know, he, he had to sit. Uh, and cool down, it looks like he's unable to push off the way he needs to. He's in the shotgun, hands it off to the back with the ride and decide, and he looks like he's limping away from the play, trying to carry out the fake. He does loosen up as the series progresses, and he looks like Patrick Mahomes, more like Patrick Mahomes as he plays more. But remember, this game, the Super Bowl, you got breaks all the time. With the, the TV time, yeah. the extra long halftime, those long breaks work to our advantage with this injury because he's when he cools down, it takes him a while to get it loosened up and functional again. So this absolutely works in our favor. The fact that our defense is applying pass rush pressure on healthy quarterbacks 54% of the time this postseason, that's against healthy guys who are more mobile than what Mahomes is going to be. So that's a big deal. After the half, the very first series after the half against the Bengals, you know they went three and out. He wasn't right, and he missed on a, you know, a Patrick Mahomes gimme throw to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I think it's because, you know, he cooled down. So I'm certain this injury is going to factor in on Sunday. He's not going to be as slippery. The pass rush gets a tick longer to get to him. He is so smart and so aware that he's going to throw the ball away, but that's a good thing too. That's an incomplete pass. We'll take it. So his his arm talent is so unique and special that, you know, normally it's his right ankle. Normally a quarterback, that's the 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 leg that you're pushing off with, and uh, a quarterback normally builds his power from the ground up. Mahomes is so special, he doesn't need to do that, so he's still pretty accurate and he can still sling it, but he needs to be warmed up. I saw a ton of Chiefs in the shotgun 
against the Bengals. And, you know, that's what teams do now. But I do feel like Andy wants to give him a little jump on, you know, getting getting to his drop. Mm-hmm. So rather, like normally, if I'm the coach, I'm saying, hey, we got to protect our quarterback. Let's run the football. Yeah. Andy's saying, hey, we got to protect our quarterback. Let's put him in shotgun. Yeah, less steps to go to back. give him less yeah. steps to go back. Yeah. But you can't run your full, you know, rushing attack out of shotgun. So that works against running the ball with running backs wow. to help your quarterback. And he is no longer a threat keeping it, you know, on the pull with the ride and the side stuff. So that helps our defense too. I Our defense, third most sacks of all time. We know that 78 yep. of them. That's against healthy and functional quarterbacks. So this Super Bowl on February 12th will be 22 days post second degree high ankle from Mahomes. He looked like he was about 75% against the Bengals. Yeah, he's had two weeks since that. But with this injury, it's the slowest healing injury I've ever had that wow. for an injury that didn't require surgery. Wow. So Because that ligament that he tore, that I tore, does not have normal blood flow, so it doesn't heal like the rest of your body. He's going to be 80%, and 80% Patrick Mahomes will not beat this Eagles team. There it is. Love it. Inside the game with John, the breakdown from personal history with the ankle, the X's and O's. James, quick question. What is this point spread if Patrick Mahomes did not suffer that injury? It's a great question. I think it's probably uh, Pickham or the Chiefs are like a a one-point favorite or something like that. I think it's worth a couple points. I think so, too. And I think the nation would have been wrong with that point spread. But I agree with you. I think a healthy Mahomes, healthier, has got to be worth at least Two points, perception-wise, I think. Let's go to Jim in Downingtown right now. Hi, Jim. Hello. How you doing? What's up, Jim? Hey, I've got a couple thoughts. Mel Gibson from Mel, the Patriots. Mel Gibson for the speed. Oh, no, Mel Gibson from Braveheart would have been better, but I'll write it down. Well, Mel- that's the one I meant. No, from that's Bra- not what you Bra- said. You said the Patriot. <laughs> he was kind of an introvert in the Patriot, but, you know, you want to go with the introvert. It's all right. All right. And then uh, I just hope they're penalty-free. Interception free, I think they could win easily 31 to like 17. This is a really We've good We've been hearing team. that. Yeah, th- that thereabout. Yeah. We've been hearing that yeah. score. Well, I, like I moved it. here in 94, and let me tell you, the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Eagles, they're the best teams I've seen. All in the same year. Wait, say that again? The Phillies, the, the Eagles, Phillies? and the Sixers are the best teams. Oh, you think seen. this is the best Sixers team? Well, I would put 0-1 above this team. I mean, this team has a shot. This Sixers team has a shot to pass that, that team, but I'll be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, I think with five guys, it's a lot harder. To and it's certainly this was – and, Jim, this was certainly not the Phillies' best team since 94. Uh, I mean, just – It's pretty pretty darn good. Nah, but – and listen, and, and, Jim, appreciate all due respect to the squad that just got to the World Series in Game 6. Uh, I mean, first off, 8 won it. I'd put 9, 10, and 11 all above this squad we just saw, even though they didn't go as far. They, they, James, they were better teams, right? 9, 10, 11? I mean, come on. The yeah. difference. 102 I mean, wins. I mean, what yeah, the heck? We yeah, had, they were. We had yeah. teams in our division that were significant. I mean, double well, yeah. digits better than we were this season. Those teams are better. The difference. The Mets and Braves are better than the Phillies. Yeah, they were. <laughs> the, uh, the, the difference, though, between our roster and the rest of the NFL is, uh, like, I don't even think you can compare that. Like, when you compare the Phillies to the rest of Major League Baseball, when you compare I agree. the Sixers to the rest of the NBA, I mean, it's it's kind of tight. You know, it, it, it's, it's up in the air. This is not even close. 
I agree. This Eagles team is the dominant team in the NFL, and we're about to see it play out. Now, you know people in Kansas City might not be saying exactly what you just said their way. I think they're afraid. I think they should be very afraid. I think as this week has gone on down there, and I'm speculating, they're watching the tape. They're saying, holy cow. But here's the problem. So, first off, most of their fans aren't watching the tape. You're talking about – football insider guys and I get it some people like that watch the tape most people don't I think the Chiefs fan is saying I'm used to seeing my team win for the last half decade I expect my team to win yeah well that's what right I mean Seltzer isn't that what that changed. that fan's saying I'm used to seeing the Chiefs win I think the Chiefs are gonna win absolutely without a question I mean that's how we yes. would feel if we were if we were in their uh, boots as a fan base? Well, I'd try to do a little recon if I were them <laughs> and look at uh, how just exactly what you're contending with. Yeah. No, well, that's the thing. I mean, the, they are contending with, I think, the best team that they'll have faced since the Chiefs got good. And the Chiefs got good about six years. I mean, well, first off, they've been, they've been good for a while, even those Alex Smith years. But since they got really great, this is the best team the Chiefs will face, and Chiefs are going to lose. Coming up, beat the hammer. In what could be, could be, maybe, our final beat the hammer ever in the midday show. Oh, yeah. Just think about that for a second. We'll take the eighth caller on the contest line. Caller number eight, 215-988-1259. Did I get it right? 1258. Oh, so 1258. Close. So close. 1258. I thought we had 215-988-1258. Yeah. All right. Off by, off by one. Yeah, Odds are good do? that this is the last beat the hammer in the midday. We'll take the eighth caller. Caller number eight coming up. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. That's uh, beat the hammer. Next. Hey, football fans, FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino has the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl same-game parlay does not hit. doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account because same-game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own, or you can just choose from the popular pre-built same-game parlay section with America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. So many ways, obviously, you can bet this game. We were just talking about some of them with the prop bets this segment. But, you know, I mean, it's, you can get right on down to who's going to win. You can go to how many rushing yards Jalen Hurts is going to have or passing yards from Mahomes or who's going to score a touchdown and more. It's all there for you when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. And, again, either way, you'll get bonus bets back if your no-sweat same game parlay does not hit. So sign up using promo code HAMMER. Make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook official, sportsbook partner of the NFL.